You've tuned into Tomcat Tales, the story of Ashland's legends from the gridiron, the court, the diamond, and beyond. It's a deep dive into Ashland Tomcat sports history. Now, here's your host, Mark Maynard. Well, welcome back to Tomcat Tales. I am your host, Mark Maynard, as the guy just said there introducing us. And I'm here again today with Herb Conley, coach of the Tomcats from 1968 to 76, a, uh, a Tomcat legend and uh, as a coach and as a player and everything else. So, Herb, glad, glad to be with you again today. Uh, we're going to look at the 1974 season, and uh, it's a interesting season. Not a whole lot of seniors on this team, not a whole lot of seniors that, that uh, really stand out either. But uh, before we do that, I'm going to talk a little bit about some things that happened in 1974. Mickey Mantle and Whitey Ford uh, were elected to the Hall of Fame in 1974. Uh, the $6 million man, that's Lee Majors, that show, you know, the $6 million man, yes. it debuted. Now, you have a connection to, to Lee, right? Yeah, Lee Majors. He, he and I played together at Eastern. Now, my first year at Eastern, uh, I was a red shirt. And we went into practice, and he was out there. We were blocking, I was a pullback, and we were blocking the ends. And uh, he and I had a little blocking, I was blocking him, coming to rush and pass rushing. And uh, after that, the practice that day, I, I never saw him again. But he, he, uh, he was, you know, Lee Majors was, was uh, very well liked by Rock Hudson. Oh yeah, you know he thought he could be a great actor, and he, he became one. And uh, so uh, he, he spent his time. I think he quit because he was going to uh, acting school. Okay, going to go to Hollywood yeah, or something. Going yeah, going to Hollywood. He, he was. Uh, huh. uh, now his name uh, wasn't Lee Majors, though, right? It was something else. Harvey Yeary. Okay, that's his real name. <laughs> and uh, was he from Kentucky? Was he? Yeah, from? Middlesbrough. Okay. Him and Tom Stapleton went to school together, and Tom played at Eastern. Okay. And, and Tom was the coach that Tom, you coached against yeah, Tom, many years. Matter of fact, Tom and I keep in touch. We've been over the years. We've kept in touch with each other. Not as much lately. You know, I haven't yeah. called him. He hadn't called me in the last couple of years, but we need to. Yeah, you need to get together again. Well, that's interesting. So also in 1974, the movie Blazing Saddles came out, and that's a Mel Brooks movie that's still one of those cl classic movies that people still watch today. It was uh, it was a pretty irreverent movie, uh, actually, but it was uh, it was really it was a funny movie, and I know a lot of people really like it. Uh, 1974, Kim Jong, that, that name sound familiar? Kim Jong. Yeah, and Kim Jong, and his father was named uh, president in North Korea. So that the one that's yeah. that's that's leading North Korea now. Yeah. This was his father. So they 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 always keep it in the family in North Korea. That's oh, kind of yeah. how they work it. Yeah. So it was in 1974 that Marty Brenneman began his broadcasting career with the Reds. And in his first game, third batter, Hank Aaron hits the home run that ties Babe Ruth. He calls. He gets to call that first. That's in his first game. As a as a radio broadcaster, what was, that? What was the number Babe Ruth record at that time? Uh, Seven hundred fourteen. And then it was uh, in a, a few weeks later, Aaron hit number seven fifteen uh, in Atlanta. And I'll tell you something good about that story. Hank Aaron, of course, they opened the season at Riverfront. You know, they were going to play the Reds in the opening season, and they knew he was one home run from the record. You know, from tying the record, two from breaking it, and they were going to not play him in the first three games because they wanted him to break the record exactly. in Atlanta. Yeah. And uh, Bowie Coon, who was the commissioner at the time, said, no, 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 he has to play at least one of those games. He has to at least play in the opener. Yeah. 
So he played in the opener, and the first time he 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 hit, he tied the record, you know. And he he batted the rest of that game, didn't hit anymore, obviously, and he did end up uh, he ended up breaking the record in Atlanta. Hank Aaron was my favorite baseball. Player. Oh, he was a great one. I loved watching. Great, great player. Uh, this was interesting. The also nineteen seventy four. The, the World Trade Center, which, you know, we know what happened there later. Uh, at this time, it was declared the tallest building in the world, mm-hmm. the World Trade Center. And it was in 1974, 1974 that they you know, finished, right? you know, they, I guess they did some things and finished it and measured it and whatever. Anyway, it was the tallest building in the world. And like I say, we know what happens mm-hmm. happens there later. Um, the uh, the song, The Streak, uh, Ray Stevens, uh, famous uh Famous song that that led people to streaking, yeah, and there was a lot of streaking. Yeah, and I know some people. Yeah, I know some people who who did some streaking in Ashland. Even I won't. I'm not gonna call names because I, I get in trouble. But uh, I know some some folks that did that. But anyway, that was 1974. Um, just uh, uh, full disclosure, this was my senior year at at Ashland. Uh, 19. I graduated in 1975, so I know a lot of these guys, you know, very well, yeah. and uh, you know, followed them and and their they're good friends. Um, this team had, uh, you know, the we, we talked about the baby sharks uh, uh, two uh, a couple of episodes ago. You know, when these guys were sophomores, the the Jaws team. Yeah. Well, now they're juniors. They're a little better. They're a little bigger. And you know, as we alluded to earlier, really this senior class, this senior group, uh, wasn't real strong in numbers. Exactly. You know, you had some good players from it, but it wasn't strong in numbers. But let's before we get into the season, let, let's talk just about a couple of these guys. Uh, uh, one was Mike Gothard, uh, you know, and, and uh, Mike, you know, growing up, I, I, he just lived down the street from the, the street I was on, you know, and, you know, Mike was just always this, he's all-American guy. Mm-hmm. He is just, and he's still the same kind of person exactly. today that he ever was. Yeah. Just one of the nicest guys in the world. So much athletic ability. It was unbelievable. He could, he really could do anything. He was always the, he was the all-American athlete. Exactly. You know? he, he, he was a great athlete. You know, he couldn't play basketball. Oh, oh, yeah. And I thought he was going to play. He played, you know, up through sophomore, sophomore year. Yeah, he played sophomore. Mm-hmm. I think he played his sophomore He year. did. And, uh, but um, uh, he, Mark was big, strong, uh-huh. had great speed for a big kid. Yeah. And, uh, of course, he was, I think, 6'2", about 6'2", maybe 6'3", 220. And, uh, Powerful. I remember telling an old friend, Kersey, about him. I, I said, mm. Coach, you remember me telling you about Steve Canute? This kid's exactly like him, but he's bigger. I said, you, you need to take Did they him. recruit him? No, no, they didn't. Wow. They didn't uh, take him. But Vanderbilt did, just like they yeah. did uh, Steve Cranute. Yeah. And uh, he goes in there and beats Kentucky in a couple of years. He's, he he was won, a, I think he won 70, did he punt one seventy four yards? He had a long, real long punt, yeah. He was a, boy, he could kick. Oh, he's you, know, you remember, and you probably remember these, we, we used to have punt, pass, and kick. Yeah. He just destroyed those things well, sure. because – I mean, he could throw a ball country mile, yeah. and he could kick. Yeah. And you know what? He he may have been a better baseball player than he was anything. Well, that's probably true because he. I thought maybe he he liked that. I mean, there, for so long. He they would the Reds would have these tryout camps, and he would come, and they would come, and he would go down there as a sixteen year old, seventeen year old, yeah. and you know he'd be hitting balls, you know, on on Central Avenue. Yeah. And they're like, who is this guy? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm sure they. Uh, so with his anyway, side. but Mike's a great guy. Um, uh, you know, key player on this team, obviously. Another one, um, Greg Estep, quarterback. Uh, Greg Greg was a good leader. You know, I lived next door to Greg, and uh, we played wiffle ball, basketball. We played everything, you know, like kids do. But uh, Greg, you know, Greg was – he was really competitive, very fiery. 
and I, and I know that translated, you know, onto the onto the football field. Exactly. He was a, he was a very good, good motivator. He was a dedicated uh, player, good ball handler. He had the, you know like the option. He could run that pretty good. Yeah. But he's ball handling up inside, faking the fullback or giving the fullback and then faking the other back. That's what that's what won him the the, the starting position mm. because he was such a good ball handler and they couldn't find the ball. Yeah. I mean, they, I had coaches say that quarterback he's got good hands because we their kids keep telling us they can't find the ball. They don't know if the fullback's got it or if the halfback's got it. So that means that quarterback in there is doing a good job of faking in there and, and uh, doing what he should do. Talk about the the quarterback coach relationship and how important that is. Well, you know, I, I think it, it's important to you know that the quarterback will listen, look at you, and be able to go out there and perform it and execute it. But the biggest thing is how he handles the players, the linemen and the backs and the ends. And, you know, they got respect for him that they know if they're going to break and cut on that first step, the ball should be there. It's going to be there. Now, he couldn't throw the ball long, but he could throw the ball short. Yeah. He could throw it down a 25-yard pass, but anything deep, real deep, he didn't. his arm was that good. Yeah, arm. yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you one thing, he could really ball handle. And he ran the option. He ran the option awful good. When you needed to throw long, you you actually used Gothard a lot. Uh, yeah. As a, you'd pitch it to him, or or maybe even I know you lined up in the shotgun, which oh, was yeah. unheard of yeah, yeah, in yeah, 1974. Yeah, we, we did so many. See, people don't understand what you know when we coach. We run a lot of times out of the shotgun, wishbone. We'd run out of a slot, you know, out of the wishbone. Which I, and I, I don't know when I started going to the. Uh, Unbalanced line, but that messed people up big time. And I don't know if it was this year or the, uh, in '75 when we went to it. You uh, you had um, Roger Gardner, uh, outstanding athlete, uh, at a running back as well, who gained uh, 493 yards, scored seven touchdowns. He was a junior that year. Uh, you know, good, really good player for sure. Yeah. You know, Roger was, and he had he had some really big games uh, for the Tomcats. Uh, Willie Thomas. Was a, a receiver. We've talked about him even in that in that last episode. You really mm-hmm. thought a lot of Willie, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's a, it was a tough, real good end, real good end. He had a good offensive end too. Yeah. Catch a ball, had good hands. Yeah, and uh, and, and you had another fellow who, who's a really good friend of mine still, uh, Rick Sang. Oh uh, well, uh, you know Rick is one of the, my favorites. He was a super player, good kid to coach, never complained, never whined around about running sprints. Uh, he was ready to go, weight room. He'd stay there all day and night. You had to almost run him out. And he was so dedicated. And that, you know, he had good speed. You know, I always tell him all the time, biggest, one of the biggest mistakes I ever made in coaching. I should have used him, uh, you know, at his end like I did. But I should have, I put him in sometimes as a halfback, you know, the practice mm-hmm. of running so he'd know the plays. I should have ran him a lot of times as a halfback. Yeah. You know, get the get the ball more. Yeah, he he, he could make the plays. Oh I mean, yeah, get you, the ball more. You know, in open field, he was. But who was I going to put him in for? All the backs I had. I know you had some good backs. We had a bunch of backs, but Rick could have got in there and did good. And I could have put those other boys at Rick, even for one. It's interesting, Rick. Um, you know, as, as a a freshman at Coles, didn't play. No. I mean, he was he was on the team, yeah. but he you know he didn't play. No. I mean, he was you know he didn't get on the field too much, and to think. You know where he advanced to, to the point. You know in the in his senior year, he's good as anybody in the state. I think Rick Sang was like Steve Justice and a bunch of other players that played. Uh, Chuck Anderson, so many of those guys. 
to get dedicate himself to get stronger, they go over to that weight room and work out. You know, we went we had a weight program every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Even during the football season, I had them in gym class, and I'd send them to the weight room to work out. They knew what they had to do. They go in and I could walk. I go in every now and peek on them, see if they're doing. They, they would not. They don't horse playing around no good because they knew if if I caught them, they'd be big time trouble. So they didn't want to go through all that. Uh, Gary Thomas was was only a sophomore that year, but he he played a lot uh, for the Tomcats. He's an All State honorable mention. Uh, Terry Fish uh, was a, a senior offensive guard who probably was was really your better offensive lineman. Exactly. And, you know exactly. The, the young guys were coming for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think Casey Jones started for sure. Yeah. And uh, and Terry Bell, Terry Bell, you know, started and and Lewis too probably. Yeah, I'm not Terry. sure. But they. You know, and those guys obviously it was important that they get that playing time to to kind of you know uh, for to, to grease the skids for what was to come in 1975. Uh, but the 1974 season it really started off just fantastic. You you opened with a bang. You beat Greenup County, who that was their first game as Greenup County. You know they consolidated the city of McHale. Uh, McHale. It was McHale, Wirtland, and Greenup all consolidated to become Greenup County. Okay, that was their first game. I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, and they uh, you you wore them out forty eight to nothing. Uh, uh, Gardner rushes for one hundred and twelve yards, and uh, he actually uh, and and scored. I think it should be eighteen. He scored three touchdowns in that game. So forty eight nothing win. Then you go to Hazard the the following week, and it's twenty to nothing. And Gothard has a big game, and Gardner. Both of them nearly hit 100 yards. Gothard got 97, and Gardner at 92. And you beat uh, beat Hazard, who you will never let uh, beat you after uh, they failed to play you in 71, <laughs> as we've talked about. Uh, that, that game was – that might have been the last time you play Hazard. I'm not sure. But anyway, you're 2-0, and you're playing Franklin County, and it's a home game. You played them on the road in 73. And uh, you beat the Flyers, thirty-four to eighteen. Things are looking good. This team's three and zero. Were you surprised at that point? Do you think? Uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I was because you know we were young, and inexperienced, and uh, knew we had some talent. A lot of you know, even our seniors, the seniors we have, were good football players. Yeah, you had a couple seniors who who hadn't played at least maybe since. Um, they were in junior high, and that was uh, Rick Allen and, and Rob Hash. Yep. I think both neither one of those guys. Yeah, they got them out the senior year. Yeah. And I think the winning and what we've been doing in the past, they've got those boys out. Really yeah, did. and those guys performed for you. Yeah, yeah, they they produced and uh, they played real well yeah. for for somebody that hadn't that hadn't played in in a few years. They, exactly. You know, I guess a good athlete's a good athlete. They can they can adjust, but uh, in that third game against Franklin County, Gothard rushed for eighty seven and Gardner eighty six. So you're getting a little bit of a taste of what's going on here. It's Gothard and Gardner are are, are kind of the main guys, and and East steps the quarterback doing throwing the pass when he needs to, uh, you know, to Willie uh, Thomas or or uh, Rick Sang or Wendell Fugit had a few. And Mike uh, Gothard is starting to come around. And Mike Gothard's starting to play a little bit. Yeah, he's starting to get good. So this was a really key game, and, and I remember this, and it was it you, you had a couple, you had some big wins at Ironton Herb, and and. Not many coaches anywhere can say that. Yeah, yeah, we've been we've very you've been very successful against yeah, them yeah. overall. But even I'm telling even at Ironton exactly. And I remember this game in particular, uh, Ironton and Ashland. Uh, Ironton uh, was ahead. Uh, I think it was I think thirteen six 
Yeah. They were ahead 13-6 late. And uh, and Estep hits Rick Sang uh, with a touchdown pass to make it 13-12. to And then you you all call the – I don't know if it's the same play. You, you call a pass from – from Greg Eastep to, to Rick again on the conversion. Okay, exactly how that happened after we scored a touchdown. We ran it to the right side. It was just a little pass. Yeah, a short pass. It's a short pass, and uh, uh, I forget who caught that pass. Rick. Rick. Same. Okay. Then uh, Bill Tom comes to me. He said, Coach, let's run the same play to the left for two. I said, okay, you're on. Because, I mean, you could have gone for the tie there. Yeah. And it was, I'm pretty sure it was fourth quarter. Yeah, it was. It was almost. Almost over end of the game. Yeah. So it was like, we're going to go for the win. Yeah, I said, we're going to go for it all. And he said, let's go. It's run up to the same play to the left. I said, let's go. I said, you call it. So he called it. And and Greg lofted it out there to Rick, and Rick caught it. Rick threw it out. I mean, Greg threw it out there, and Rick caught it for the extra point. We beat him 14 13. After the game, you know, I always went out and talked to the radio after the yeah. games. And I called Bill Tarma over and I said, uh, come here, Coach. This is his first year coaching with me. Well, it's later. Yeah, he, huh? Yeah, because he, he started in 70. This is 70. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, this is 74. I thought it was his first year I gave him any <laughs> <laughs> The first year you let him call play. Yeah, yeah. I said, hey, listen, I want you to go up and talk to oh, uh, Dickie. Wow. I'm, uh, I'm not going. You're the one called to play. Both of them. I said, "You go up, get you some credit." <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Of course, I, and we should note to her back then in in '74, if you tied, you tied. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, the yeah. game was over. It was yeah. a tie. Yeah. You know, so say it on that, don't you? On time. K- kissing your sister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you wanted nothing to do with that tie. No. I mean, you thought let let's go for the win. I'm sure the players. Wanted to go for the win. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're playing Ironton. You don't want to tie Ironton. You know, you, and, and in fact, you, you did, you you tied them 0-0 in your first season. Yeah. So we don't want another tie. No, exactly. It's like, you know, let's, let's, let's go for the win. Exactly. And, uh, and, and he stepped to saying uh, two straight plays. Uh, and I think, you know, I, I look back on that and uh, especially for Greg, Rick did, you know, Rick did a lot of great things after that, of course, uh-huh. but. That that kind of got him going a little oh, yeah, bit, I think. Him, you know, yeah, I made him. Uh, it made him, you know, fourth game of the year, and I, man, can you imagine how how happy Bob Sang was? Oh yeah, oh yeah, Bob Sang was. Uh, you know, Bob Sang did a lot for our program. Bob Sang did more for me as a coach to help us get weights. See, I try to get weights, and it was awful hard for me to get the the administration to give us anything to buy extra weights and get things. And they're expensive. Yeah. Bob Singh brought us plenty of weights down. He brought us machines down. This mm. was when Rick was a, I think, ninth grader. And uh, mm. all the time, he said, Coach, you need anything? And uh, I said, well, we, we, we'd like to have a, a, a kind of like a squat machine. Two days later, I had a squat machine <laughs> there. But he did it. He was always helping us out. That's good. So yeah, and I know you you had a good relationship with with Bob for years. Oh yeah, you know he, he, he coached, coached you, right? Me. Yeah, he coached me. Yeah, so it's uh, he he was a good, uh, he was a great coach. You know, he got, Bob Sang coached fifty years. You think about that? I know. I mean, you know that's that's incredible to go that long. Oh my goodness! And you know he didn't always have great years. He didn't. You know he had he had there were some bad years in there. Yeah, just like everybody else. But he he managed to get through it. But boy, he I tell you what, he loved his kids and and you know and I and I know 
you know, of course I was, I hung out with Rick a little bit. So I, you know, I knew Bob too, but man, there, Rick is a spitting image of that guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, you, know, you look at him now, you like looking at his, uh, at a mirror uh, or something. Yeah. I mean, it's, exactly. uh, anyway, yeah, great. Uh, Bob was a great coach. That, that's interesting to, to know that how much he helped the Tomcat program. And, yeah. you know, I know he didn't get to see Rick play much because in, in high school yeah. because he was coaching, Yeah, you know, yeah. he didn't, he didn't get to, to watch the game. He watched them on video, I'm sure. Yeah, he'd come over and watch it. With you guys, yeah, you know, yeah. watch the film. Sure but, uh, I, you know, I know he, he and had – another thing, you know, the time he – see, he coached me. Right. In the, in the, in the 50s, he, yeah. he never came over and tried to tell me anything, how to coach, what to do. He never did, not one time. Hmm. And I thought, boy, that's really amazing. The guy coached as long as he has and, and uh, he was always uh, complimentary of us and uh, he, he, he guys wonderful uh, guy to uh, coach his son well the the um, in that ironton game um, of course he stepped the same was kind of the story at the end but uh, mike gothard had his first 100 yard game he rushed for 106 yards big uh, you know important role in that in that yeah, win exactly. for sure oh, yeah you know and he may have scored the first touchdown i don't have that information in front of me but uh, okay you played lafayette the next week herb and lafayette uh just put a hurting on you guys uh, and that was the, the the when you couldn't stop the option or the, or the yeah uh, uh, the year before they beat you thirty eight to nothing, and this year uh, you've got Lafayette and it's home, and man it is it is a uh, uh, slobber knocker you know because <laughs> yeah. uh, you can tell by that score eleven to six uh, that was the final score of that game. Uh, Gothard rushed for seven or Gardner rushed for seventy seven and Gothard seventy five a good one two. Uh, rushing attack there, but your defense, it looked like your defense probably won that game yeah. for you. You know, something we've done pretty well against uh, the Lexington schools. Yeah, uh, overall, overall, that's for sure. Uh, and I think, I'm pretty sure in that game, uh, Terry Fish kicked a field goal in that in that win. And I don't think that was the record one. I think, I want to say the record one came against uh, Brian Station because it was a win. It won the game. Okay. And that was later. Yeah. But that was one, Fish kicked a field goal in that game and he kicked one uh, a little it, later. 36 yards? Uh, that was 42, oh, I think, 43, okay. 43, I think. I really can't, can't remember. Anyway, that. yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, all of a sudden here, Herb, you've beaten Ironton. You've beaten Lafayette. Yeah, you've beaten Franklin County. You're 5-0. and And I think people are starting to think, hey, this team, this is this is going to be good. You know, we're, we're going we're gonna to run the table here. We got Russell next, and we owe them. We owe them. They beat us 28 to nothing. And I remember the big pep rally we had for that game. Uh, they had the bonfire, you know, over uh, the, where the baseball field, yeah, yeah. you know, the where the softball field is now. Yeah. And they had that field, you know, and they had just a huge bonfire, and everybody's talking, and they're, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's good, you know, it's really good. We're going, we're going to beat Russell, and I'll be darned if they don't beat Ashland, thirteen to seven. Uh, that was another tough Russell oh, loss, yeah. wasn't it? Oh yeah, ever, ever lost to Russell was tough. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Uh, that, and that one, uh, Gothard and Gardner had 59 and 58 yards rushing. You didn't get a lot of offense overall. You know, uh, I guess they, uh, you know, they stuffed you for seven points. And, uh, and, and, and like you said, Russell was, they were getting better. Their program was, was growing. Yeah. And they were getting more kids out. I forget who was the coach here. He was an uh, awesome guy. Was it Ashley. Charlie? Charlie Salmons. Salmons. Mm-hmm. Charlie Salmons. Charlie. I don't think he's passed away. I think Charlie. he did. Yeah. But he was a good coach. He was a good football yeah, coach. Yeah, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. I really liked him. I didn't dislike him like I used to. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah. Uh, I, really, I really expected him, and then, of course, Leif beat us the first time, and I right. knew Leif very well, and I always liked him. Right, and I think you're, in 75, I, I think that was Ivan's first year, 75, I think. And you beat him in 75, but I mean... Uh, yeah, my last year was yeah, 76. Or 76. Yeah, 76. yeah I, Ivan was there those years, I think, yeah. about those years. Uh, and of course, Ivan's... I, I love Ivan. He's he's one of my favorites. Um, and then up comes Huntington High, and, you know, you've, you've lost to Russell now. And, uh, boy, I guess, you know, it, it was just hard to get their attention, maybe Herb. I don't know. Huntington High might have been very good, too. They... It's not, you know, I know these losses to Huntington High bother you probably because it seems like you feel like they just can't beat them for some yeah. reason. Uh, but this year it looks like they maybe maybe had a really good team uh, as well because they beat you all 33 to nothing. Yeah. And uh, in that game, Wendell Fugit was leading rusher with 31 yards and Chuck Anderson had 23. 23. So, uh, yeah, we didn't talk about Chuck earlier. Chuck <clears throat> Chuck started linebacker, I'm sure, for you on that on that 74 team. Yeah. Well, he was a hitter, wasn't he? Yeah, he was always a tough hitter and a uh, smart. Nick called the, he called the second, all the defensive plays and, mm-hmm. and did a great job at that. And, of course, and, and Chuck, Chuck kind of got to get out beat. He was all named players all the whole time. Oh, yeah, he was he was a leader, too. He, he didn't like to get beat. And he, I mean, he chewed, probably chewed him out. Obviously, he's a leader. He he became a three-star general. Four-star, isn't it? Or four-star, yeah. yeah four I mean, star. yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's a general in the Army. He, yeah, he, I think he's four-star. He, he was a leader. Um, so you had, uh, you know, and, and there were other guys from that, uh, from that, the, the soon-to-be-known Jaws team. Nobody knew they were Jaws at this point, but they would they would find out that later. So now you've lost two in a row after winning the first five. Uh, how, how do you get a team turned around, Herb? What's the, I mean... Do you, do you have to get them to forget about that last game, or do you? Well, you got to you got to try. No, I think you you just got to forget it. You can't do nothing about it. But what you got to do is go back and look at the things you did wrong. Yeah. And really work on that. And that we can practice. You know, if it's tackling or blocking, or missed assignments or whatever. Yeah. Then you got to correct those. That's what you got to do. How were your film sessions? Can I mean, would you? Would you stop the film? Oh and... yeah, we'd run it back. We'd show we ran that thing back so many times on the reel, and uh, players would be they think it'd been there about you know you watch a, a game on film like that for uh, maybe an hour, but we might be in there three four hours because you're showing them different we're things. We're going to run it back, showing when they've been. Would they you all stay. would you all grade out everything? Uh, yeah, we grade the films. Yeah. Now we did that not while they were in there. No, right. We talked to them while they were in there about. We showed them their mistakes. You know, what don't do made, that again. No, yeah. no. Yeah. You know, then after we usually uh, Friday night, Friday after ball game, if we could get the film, we'd stay in there and watch the game film. But we don't didn't normally get there until Saturday. Right. So the coaches and I'd get as soon as the film come in, we went over and watched film. We watched film from maybe if it got there at two, we'd start at three o'clock and maybe watch them at three o'clock at next morning because we graded every player ever played. I can remember taking film. <laughs> in those big metal cases because they picked it up at the police station. Yeah. And, of course, we were, the independent was right next to the police station. Exactly. And you all would, hey, take take this down there and drop it off. So, you, we, you know, we carry those big, uh, that, that big thing of film. Yeah. And, uh, of course, 16 millimeter, right, or 8 yeah, millimeter. 16. Uh, yeah. And uh, then they would, they sent it off to develop it, and they got it back. Yeah. You got it back the next day that yeah, way. Yeah, we, we usually got it back on uh, Sunday. Oh, okay, not till Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if we got them back on Saturday, they were to call us. They did. I don't care what time it was. Yeah, you I go get it. You go, we'll get yeah. it. And then I'll have film, to film was a big thing, wasn't it? I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, and I think people need to understand coaching. It, it's not just on Friday night. It's not just 
through the week at practice, you know, you guys stayed hours after. And, you know, I think about the, the wives of coaches, you know, like Janice's, she's got the boys here that she's got to take care of, get their bias, get their homework done, get, you know, how valuable oh, yeah. a, a good wife was to a coach. Exactly. Had to have one. And understanding. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, at different times in the, in the coaching, you know, when I was coach there, I'd stay over and I'd go home after the ball game on Friday night. I wouldn't go home till the next Friday night after the game. Wow. And we, I'd stay there and watch films every night. <laughs> I'd sleep on a table in there. Is that right? Yeah, and, and watch film. And, uh, <laughs> and break them down, make sure we got uh, uh, you know, how we want to make a defensive game plan. Offensive plan. But even you do all that, you know, you got to play. You got to block. You got to tackle. You got to be in the right place at the right time. And you don't know if a if a guy just broke up with his girlfriend oh, or, yeah, yeah, or things, things like that, yeah, or had many, a fight with his dad, yeah, or yeah, many things uh, you know. that, that you have to take into account. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Um, and and a coach, you know, a coach often is is a father figure. You were to a lot of these yeah. young men uh, that were, that were tomcats, and you knew family situations and that you exactly. had to deal with. Exactly. And, uh, I don't know. There's I, I I just say that to to say folks ought to take it easy on a coach because he's got a lot of responsibility. Oh yeah, it's it's not like everybody thinks that he just go out there and, and coach on Friday night and that. Uh, we we spend a lot of time. I mean, a lot of time. Yeah, and 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 at, and at the family sacrifice, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, a lot, a lot of times, uh, Janice would tell me, say, when we, what time you only have food? And I said, well, you just go and fix it, and not, when you come in, we'll put it in the microwave, and we'll go from there. Yeah, and that's the way we did. Yeah, so sometimes I didn't even get home to eat that night, so right. I just stay over there. And I've spent many night, one night or so there, and uh, me and Blue Bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So now uh, Huntington High has beat you, and Russell beat you two in a row. You're you're going uh, to Madison Central. I remember this game. Um, you're going to, to into Richmond uh, and playing Madison Central, uh, big school down there. And uh, the game ends up in a six six deadlock. Um, I'm not sure what happened at the end. Who was ahead? Or I, I can't. I really can't remember. Uh, Gothard had 79 yards rushing, and, and Estep actually had 65. That was probably his his high water game mm-hmm. uh, of the season. Uh, like you said, he was a good ball handler. Greg was a good ball handler. Yeah, he was a good you ball know, handler. And he was a pretty good runner. He was he was fairly fast. He wasn't like lightning yeah. or anything, but he wasn't slow. Uh, but anyway, in, in that game uh, against Madison Central, good big team, obviously a, a defensive game. You guys were struggling, though, Herb, on offense, it looks like, because uh, that's the – the fourth straight game where you've only had one touchdown. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, we, that's, yeah, that's not going to get it done, no. you know. So, I don't know I don't know if you – what kind of adjustments you, you may have tried to make. I look at the, the list of running backs. Jeff Sloan, you know, got some carries. Uh, Wendell Fuga got some carries. Jim Johnson, I thought he was your fullback for a lot of that wishbone probably that year. Yeah. He got 49 carries, which is pretty good. And uh, and Estep and, and uh, Gothard were, were the ones who threw the ball. So uh, now you've uh, you won your first five. You lost two and you tied one. So you're five, two, and one. You got two left, and they're tough ones. They are both going to be tough. You have uh, Brian Station, who beat you forty to six uh, in uh, you're just the year before, and uh, they're they're coming to Putnam Stadium. And then you got top ranked Boyd County coming after that. And that of course that game will mean the playoffs and all that. So you know, tough to get somebody up maybe for a game before Boyd County. You know, because they knew Boy County's ranked number one, and everybody's talking. They know those guys, and they're all talking. They're all, you know, jammering at each other. 
So you got Brian Station though, who's you know is good. Mm-hmm. Always good. You know, and maybe that was good. Maybe you did that on purpose too, because you're not going to overlook Brian Station. You know, if you do, you're going to you're going to get hammered. Yeah, you're going to get beat bad. Yeah, and that, I'm sure that last year's game was was uh, uh, in their mouths a little bit too. You know. Uh, in that game, Eastep really shines in that game. He rushed for 37 yards, led you uh, on that night. Jimmy Johnson rushed for 28. Uh, another really defensive struggle, though, really. And uh, Terry Fish kicks a field goal. I, I'm thinking it's 43 yards. Uh, I should have checked with Rick Sane because I bet he knows how long that was. He probably does. Uh, but Terry Fish set a, set a Tomcat field goal record. And uh, I remember that. I remember the, where he was on the field. I remember that. It barely made it, yeah. you know, yeah. but it made it. Yeah. And it's pretty long. It's pretty good. Oh, 43 yards yeah. is a long way. And you guys win that game uh, nine to six. That's that's a big win for yeah. this team, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it sure was. And for it, very much for the team. Uh, you know, and maybe to, if nothing else, to, to rebuild some confidence because, you know, you really you hadn't played well in, in several weeks. Exactly. Uh, and I guess – it's hard. I think too, uh, Mark. During that time, we were tr- played a little more of a younger kids, the linemen. You're starting to play younger yeah, linemen. She yeah. was getting them in there, and starting. To, we did that probably mid-season. We started getting more linemen in there, yeah. playing. They were, uh, you know, just certain competition was a little tougher. At some point, too, you have to start thinking. I, I'm going to need these guys next year, so you know, I, I want them to have a little bit of playing time, of playing time on the field. Yeah. You know, against some quality people. Against them, yeah, not against yeah, Scrubs, yeah, yeah. yeah or not, JV or not whatever. When not when we're winning big either, you know, because right. start beating people pretty good or beating them, they'll, right. they'll, they'll drop off. They won't give that great effort. So, you're, um, you know, you beat Brown Station 9-6 to six on that field goal, and you're, at that point, you are 6-2-1. and one. Really, not a bad season. No. 6-2-1. And, and if you if you can beat Boy County, which – Again, it looks impossible because they're undefeated and they're they are mowing down people. Exactly. I mean, they are like it's not they're not taking prisoners. Exactly. I mean, they're you know Tom 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 didn't care to run it up either. No, Tom would rather beat Ashland than anybody. Oh yeah, he did not like Ashland no. because he played on some of those Calixburg teams that, that got hammered probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. He might have played on some of those good He'd ones. Probably, like, but think he did. Yeah, he was on the good yeah, Calixburg yeah, teams because they had some horses in, in the fifties. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Tom. Of course, Tom, tough football player, tough, tough person, tough personality. Um, the last, the last game, and it's it's at home. It's at Putnam, and. Uh, you're playing Boyd County, of course, and and you know I'm sure, I'm sure the independent indicator, as we called it, our little prediction thing. I'm sure we had the uh, Boyd the big favorite, you know, probably 14 points or so, exactly, you know, or, or more. Yeah. And uh, and I'm sure everybody in town was saying, you know, you're not beating them, Herb. You yeah. know, uh, hope you can hope you don't get beat by 40. Well, yeah, I'm sure they were talking that way, you know. But you know, most people really realize that the game was always so close. Yeah. No matter wh- how we were, I just like when we beat them in '67. Uh, I can't remember what that score was, but it's about. Yeah, it was just like a touchdown or something. It wasn't seems a like. super much. What? Yeah, it wasn't huge. I, 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 let's see. I'll look that up real quick here. I, I can't uh, remember what it was, but it was. I'm thinking it was. It was sixteen nothing. Right. So. Yeah, but that's still pretty close. That's pretty. That's two touchdowns. Yeah, is all yeah. you know. So yeah, a tight game, and 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 obviously it's a rivalry game. So you got all that playing 
playing into it. Exactly. Everybody knows everybody. You both know what you're going to do. You both know what you're going to try to do. Yeah. Except you really threw them for a loop in that game uh, to start off with. You uh, you opened up in uh, a formation that nobody had ever seen around here. You had the center. You had Gothard at, at a uh, quarterback. Yeah, at, at, at a shotgun. Yeah, stand up shotgun type yeah. quarterback. You had receivers on the left, receivers on the right. Part of the line was all the way to the right. And Boyd County players, I remember they were running around the field, and uh, that was after the kickoff. You all, they kicked to, to yeah, Ashland. Yeah. You guys returned, and they set up. And then that was the first play. Timeout, yeah, timeout. Yeah. And I think they had to call two timeouts yeah, uh, before, you know. And then you went back to just your, your regular form, your wishbone formation. I'm not sure you stayed in that. I think what we did, that went to the uh, – Back to the wishbone, but I think we went to unbalanced line. Okay. Wasn't it? We hadn't run that. Okay, see. so that was the first time you ran that. Yeah, it was the first time we'd ever run unbalanced. Did you feel like you just you needed something a gimmick? Well, or something? we wanted to give them something because they were a good football team. We had to do something to get their minds messed up. You know, we yeah. tried to figure out where we were going to line up, what we were going to do, and they they lost their composure. They did. They really did. Yeah, right and, at first. Yeah. Uh, so we, I thought we did pretty well there for a while. Yeah, yeah. You hung with them. Uh, was uh, so who who came up with that uh, gyration anyway? Was that well, Bill Tom or no? I don't. I, I think it was. Uh, I think it was Hosepple. Is that right? Yeah, I think it was Hosepple. Well, it, it certainly worked to burn a couple timeouts at yeah, least, yeah. and uh, uh, you know, of course, the, they were good. They was that was a great team. Uh, they were undefeated, and uh, they had their eye on, on winning a state championship. Yeah. I mean, you know, the year before they they got to the finals, much like Ashley in '72 had had several key players out. I don't think Keelan played in the championship. Or Del Vici, I think both of them were hurt. Yeah, I think they were too. Yeah, in that championship yeah, game. I, I didn't know that, but I remember. Yeah, I, they, if hurt. they played, they didn't. They played hurt. Yeah, I, they played hurt. I think they played, but they beat up pretty. Good. Yeah, and and uh, and Paducah was really good. I think Paducah beat him like twenty six seven or something, you know. But uh, Boyd was uh, Boyd had had its sights on winning it, and you know the path went through Putnam Stadium. You had to beat. They had to beat you guys, you know, to get in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So you know, big night. I mean, you're you're. You know, Tomcats aren't the underdog very often, but did, did you kind of relish sometimes being the underdog? Well, no. You'd rather been better, right? Yeah, I'd rather have been you know, the team that you had to beat. And, you know, it'd yeah. be good to do it. And you had to be ready. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, that, of course, that night, um, the Boyd County prevails. Uh, and it seems like you guys were in it, though. The final score was 20 to 8. Yeah. And, and I know you were in it most of the way. Uh, it's just containing. Uh, Chaney and Keelan was was a lot for anybody. Exactly, they had a good line. They had a great line. Good line, good defense. Big, strong guys. Yeah, and they were you know really good defensive team. And well, you uh, know, was Mark Renfro playing that year? No, he'd already graduated. Yeah, he graduated. Graduated yeah. seventy three. Two. Seventy two. Mm-hmm. He played on that seventy one. The real okay, seventy one yeah. team that that you all beat twenty seven nothing. Yeah. yeah um, but they had a lot. Of, they had outstanding linemen. They had you know of course those two guys and. Uh, uh, you know their faith, though, as it turned out, uh, they they get in the playoffs, of course, because they won that game, and they're home because they're they're the Tom Frank team and all that. And Middlesbrough comes in, runs a veer offense. They never could stop it, and Middlesbrough upsets them twenty eight fourteen in the in the first game of the playoffs and that. ends their dream of of winning the state championship. Yeah, well, Middlesbrough just wore them out. Mm-hmm. Just wore them out. Yeah. I talked to Tom after the game. He said, we just whipped their butts. Yeah. He said, we come after them and they, they uh, couldn't handle the heat. Yeah. So that, that was, you know, that's a tough loss for, for Boyd County for sure. Uh, 
With that loss to Boyd County, though, with, with you guys, uh, you finish uh, you finish a six three and one season, and you know you really can't feel too bad about it. I mean, uh, uh, you, you you won a lot more than you lost, and uh, I know that this the Russell loss probably stings, and Boyd because they're you know those are both you know rival games that that you hate to lose, but. Uh, really these few seniors that you had that that they really they played well you know for you and uh and did a lot to keep the keep the ball rolling winning season you know at least and you knew you had to know did you know what was coming well yeah because i I felt like that was like 71 to 72 all over again coming maybe a little better you know yeah we we, because they're bigger gonna be bigger so, so you go in. I don't know if it's ever going to be any tougher though. Right. Both, both that bunch. You go into good. you go into that off season uh, feeling pretty good though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And the kids were ready. They worked harder, and you know, just like that seventy one, seventy two team. They was in that weight room, and you didn't have to ask anybody where were you yesterday or how come you wasn't there. Yeah. And then that just like seventy one and seventy two team, they, a lot of them wanted. To Keys to get into this weight room during basketball season and yeah. the summer, and I could go by there in the summertime. Cars out in the parking lot there, and they'd be in there lifting weights. Mm. I'd jump in there and look and see what they're doing, and be working out. Right. You know what? What I love about uh, Ashton football, and even going through this like we are, those those moments. Uh, you know, like the the win over Ironton, the fourteen thirteen win over Ironton. You know, with uh, with Greg and Rick. You know, uh, who who were neighborhood buddies of mine, but I mean, who were neighborhood friends too. Yeah. Who, you know, played a little pitch and catch and and, and beat a big rival. Yeah. You know, big win for Ashland anytime oh, they beat man. Ironton. You yeah. know, I don't care I don't care when it is, yeah. you know, or what it is. And uh, you look back on, on all this and. Uh, you know, there's some great moments, you know, in, in Tomcat history that you were a part of, and I know I know you appreciate it. Uh, you probably appreciate it more now than you did when it happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you look back over the years, and, you know, the good kids I had and yeah, yeah. played hard and dedicated, and uh, they loved the game, and uh, they, they uh, paid the price. They worked hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I never, you know, even some of the teams I didn't have, some of the teams that weren't as good, they, you know, the talent-wise, not that the kids were didn't give effort, right. not that they didn't try. Right. Uh, they just weren't, you know. Weren't as talented. Weren't as talented. Mm-hmm. I tell everybody, you know, who likes good coaches, good players. Yeah. You know, anybody, Jimmy's and Joe's, right? Yeah. Anybody should know that. Yeah. You know, even the pros, right. college, high school. I don't care what level, who's got, you can go out there and pick you uh, in Little League pick you about 10 of them best players out here, you're going to beat everybody. Right. And if you separate them all and, and you have uh, their equal, then the coaching would come and, in there. And I think you, you see it bear out in your career. Uh, you know, your first three years, well, you inherited not a whole lot from the championship team, you know, and it, it took you some time to get your, your program established. Exactly. You know, a couple of years there. And, you know, you saw that sophomore group coming as in 1970. You, you knew they were going to be, by the time they were – Seniors, juniors, and seniors—they were going to be players. Yeah. And here we are again. Yeah. You know, we're at that point. You know, we've had to go through these two last seasons, yeah. which weren't terrible. No. They—they they, you won six games both years, competitive against everybody, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. You know. And now. And we're uh, young. And you're still young. Yeah, we played a lot of young. And kids. here, here you go. You had to be thinking, this is like seventy-one, seventy-two, yeah. uh, seventy-five, seventy-six could could be like that because exactly. we have a lot of good players back. I'm not sure you expected. Uh, 
what maybe happened, you know, in '75 because oh, that was uh, pretty magical. Yeah, exactly. That was a big, that was a big year, and uh, it was a great year. I, I could coach for 80, 90 years old if I you had know, those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to get to talk about them in our next episode. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed uh, looking back with us at, at 1974. Uh, a good year for the Tomcats, six three and one. Uh, very competitive team. Gave Boyd County a scare. Uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know if you could ask a whole lot more of, of that group, and uh, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. I, you know, Mike Gothard that year was the first team All State punter. Yeah, and he was probably the first kicker that punter or kicker that to make All State for uh, Ashland. Yeah, I, I, I don't Maybe know the only that, one since. I don't know. I don't know. Rick might have. Rick might have been a first team or for uh, Courage Journal or something. But well, Rick was a first team All State. He was. He was. You know, it, as a receiver though, I think. I think it. Uh, uh, Gary Thomas, who we're going to be talking about a lot here yeah. lately, him and Jerry Clark are the only two players I know of down there, probably more, Yeah, that's made two times for All-Staters. Two times All-Staters. First team. First team. That's, that's hard to do. And, and, yeah, very hard. You know, you don't, hard most, most time time. you don't get it as a junior, I yeah. mean, no matter who, how good you are. Exactly. You know, Gary ran a little bit, uh, or played a little bit, I think, this year, but not, I don't, it doesn't look like he did run in 74. Uh, he was a sophomore. In that year, he did catch some passes. You might have him at receiver. Yeah, and yeah, we year. played him at receiver. I didn't even get hurt. Yeah, because he wasn't real big. Yeah. He wasn't, he got big anyway, I, I'm excited about the next episode for sure. We've had a we've had a blast doing these, and uh, I hope, folks, I hope you've enjoyed uh, a look back at Tomcat history. Join us again next time. <laughs>